Welcome to the Loudoun Impact Podcast, interviewing purpose-driven leaders in Loudoun County, Virginia. And now, here is your host, J.C. Sylvie. J.C. is a Naval Academy graduate, former Navy pilot, and now top real estate agent, focusing exclusively in Loudoun County. Really excited about my next guest today, a good friend, but also a business owner in Leesburg, Landy Patton, with who owns a State Farm insurance uh, company right here in downtown Leesburg, correct? I do. Yeah, right on Word Street. Well, right on. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, uh, Landy. And hey, it's a Friday afternoon, gorgeous day here in downtown Leesburg, and we're sharing a pint of beer. So That's the way to uh, do it. Lunchtime beer. Cheers. Right? Uh, you got a Vienna Lager. I've got an IPA, a Pitbull IPA, and we want to uh, give a quick shout out to our host. Black Walnut Brewery, right down downtown uh, Leesburg. Really cool place. We're on the back patio. Uh, perfect day to share a beer and, and sit back and chat about uh, Leesburg and Loudoun County. It's beautiful. Hopefully yeah, it's the nice. Weekend continues. So let's uh, let's jump right into it, Landy. Um, you've got a, a unique background. I want to. Uh, I know all about it, but let's uh, <laughs> let's hear about it. Uh, so you can tell my my audience here. Well, I guess the abbreviated story. My dad's from here, Leesburg, which is why mm-hmm. we kind of ended up here. Right. Uh, went overseas when I was seven. Spent better part of two decades in the UK and Europe, and then came back uh, to here. Initially, joined the oil industry and headed out to the Midwest, and mm-hmm. most recently Alaska, and then and then back here to start a family and put in community roots. That's pretty neat. So uh, you guys might be able to hear a little bit of an accent. It comes and goes. <laughs> it comes and goes. Depends more. on who I'm talking to. And, and how many beers you have, probably, right? right? How recently <laughs> I've talked to my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell me about that experience living abroad. Oh, right. you've been abroad a lot. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I, think that, uh, I think that anyone who gets the opportunity should absolutely take it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I've been to 40 countries, 40 states. That's more than a lot of folks, especially my age. And uh, yeah. and you get to experience so much more of cultures and people. I think yeah. you get less scared yeah. if you travel a lot, right? right. Yeah. I think it's very easy if you just stay put in one place that you're like, everywhere Everywhere else is terrible, I'm never leaving. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but there's yeah. so much to experience. Oh, it is. Yeah. So uh, where'd you go to school? Oh, uh, well, most recently, uh, I, I have my... Masters in Geoscience from Imperial College London. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like MIT, but in yeah. the UK. And yeah. then uh, King's Canterbury is the oldest school in the Western Hemisphere. And um, that's where I went to high school. And then I was a chorister at Westminster Abbey singing yeah. for dignitaries and stuff. Yeah. As a musician. Okay. <laughs> so that is a little different. Yeah. So I see these posts about your dad sailing all over the world. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So cool. The boat's yeah. for sale now, I think. <laughs> What's that? I think he's selling the boat. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're like looking for a buyer, right? Yeah, like, yeah. With he, a cool uh, history, yeah. Oh, very you, cool history. Yeah. Only 40 yeah. some of those boats were made, I think. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, just completed his first solo transatlantic at 70 years old. Unbelievable. So. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. The stories yeah. he has, I mean. <laughs> Do you sail? I have in the past, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. of the, the guys I grew up sailing with went on to the Olympics and uh, uh-huh. they competed in London. I mean, they... I think they finished last or second to last, but at least but they. Still, hey, they made it. <laughs> they made it there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, small uh, boats. Yeah. 
So, all right. So you, you went to uh, high school, uh, college in uh, London. Yep. Um, and then you got into the oil business. So uh, how does how does that happen? Well, well geoscience, and geoscience, right? yeah. Right? You chase the money, you end up in oil. So yeah. did that for a while. So what happened with that? <laughs> all roads lead to Houston. <laughs> and you do not want to be in Houston? Have you been it? to Houston? I have been. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a it's a city. If you hey, like we've, cities, we've got people on Houston watching this. So I don't want to bash Houston. <laughs> yeah, it's a concrete jungle, right? Like I was born in LA. Another concrete jungle. I have no yeah. no desire. Um, so to, that's to that was the issue with you being in the industry is that you had to be in Houston. Didn't have to. Um, yeah. You know, back I left in 2016, right after the oil crash. Mm-hmm. I was up in northern Alaska, heading up operations there, and. Mm-hmm. You know, you rotate two weeks on, two weeks off to the northern part of Alaska. That's about as good as it gets in the oil industry. You know, uh-huh. money's great, day rates there. Yeah, you're working six months out of the year. For the last three months I was there, I basically didn't have a job. Like yeah. there was no no work going on, so I was just going up and calibrating tools. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I see the future, and I don't like it. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> what make about a now? Do you you think there's a bounce back in oil now? I haven't been following it, to be uh, honest. Uh, you know, I have a lot of opinions on what we as Americans should be doing with the oil industry and all that, but right. I won't get into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. No. Huh? I mean, there's so much <clears throat> to discuss. We could sure. be here for hours. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of beer to drink. Yeah. So um, you're in Houston, then you uh, spent a lot of time in Alaska. Parents, uh, dad uh, was from Leesburg, so you're, mm-hmm. you're saying, hey, Let's 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 head to Leesburg. Yeah, my my uh-huh. my wife's parents were here, and so right. every, all roads lead to sort of family. So yeah, we were here. My parent, my dad bought the house off my grandparents, so they've been yep. in that house for since the nineteen oh six when it was built, sure. right? So yeah. Um, so yeah. you came back to Leesburg, and you decided to get into insurance, that's like, natural. and that's what everybody <laughs> really wants to hear about, right? Like, let's let's go. <laughs> Right. Let's Oil talk to about insurance. Ins- let's talk about insurance because it's super exciting. <laughs> yeah, well, but how did how did that that's transpire? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I tell people I was always giving my employees financial advice, mm-hmm. so I wanted to be a financial advisor, and I realized the first, you know, the the bedrock of your financial plan is insurance, right? Like, mm-hmm. no no sense in having millions of dollars in the bank if you know a lawsuit wipes it out or a death in the family wipes it out. So. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was given my final, my employees financial advice and thought, man, might as well get paid to do it. Looked at, uh, looked at the industry, looked at what's going on. And I, I, I just thought insurance seems to be a profession where folks build a book and sit back and relax and play golf. And I thought <laughs> there's gotta be a better way to do it. Right. <laughs> so how do you approach it? Well, I was definitely naive getting into the industry i think it was much harder than i thought but um you know still it's kind of with any service-based industry right yeah you provide a good service and um try and think outside the box in in ways to to wow your customers right then eventually word gets out and people start using you right yeah yeah this is kind of the plan in building relationships right relationships it's all about relationships right like as a realtor, you know, you sell a house, yeah. they're going to need insurance yeah. at some point. So yeah. you probably refer them to a, a lender or something like that or a few lenders. Sure. And then ideally we want those lenders to refer them to us. So, yes. Yeah. Right. 
Well, that's how I met you. You know, we started chatting about um, collaborating and stuff like that because you're really connected, I, I feel, within the Leesburg community. I think you've done a really good job of, of a business owner who's coming, who's come in and put down some roots and started a new business and, you know, making connections quickly and meaningful connections. And that's how I met you. I mean, we have, we've had a couple of beers here at it's Black great. Walnut, right? <laughs> uh, chatting about um, charitable projects, right? So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's uh, goals of mine for sure. Like, I, I feel like uh, folks, especially in Loudoun County or Northern Virginia, you know, we're so wealthy, but we give so little. And we talked about that. Yeah. Like, so what is, what is the percentage? You know, uh, it's, it, it's, it's not it's, off the top of my head now. Well, I have to talk to Amy. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's minuscule and it, and it does not, um, there's no correlation between how much money we make here in the county compared to what we give. Not at right? all. Right? Compared to, not I mean, there's close. a lot of communities yeah. that aren't blessed with our level of wealth that give way more than we do. And yeah. it's an anomaly, right? It is. Do you think it has to do with uh, awareness? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I choose not to believe that folks here are miserly. Right. I, I, I truly think that it's just people are, are, are caught up a lot in the, in the keeping up with Joneses and sure. stuff like that. And yep. yeah, I, I feel it too. I would love to give way more of the charity than I do, but then I, I also feel like, Hey, well, sometimes we're a little bit stretched for cash yep. and you know, we got a young family. I got my newest daughter's two months old, right? Congratulations, so. by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, you got to save up some for them and have a, a decent enough uh, emergency savings so that you'll be you'll be all right. But, yeah. You know, at the same time, I'd love to give, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year to charity. So. But you're but you're involved in um, a few different charities here. I mean, you just mentioned Amy. Amy Owen. Yeah. Yep. Community Foundation. They, so, they're awesome. Yeah. Rotary Club. Yeah. Pets. What are so what are the what are the some of the charities that you're involved in? Oh, thank you. I've been like very loosely involved with some. I, yeah. If anyone who's um, uh, volunteered with Habitat or gone to a dedication, home dedication, those right. are awesome yeah. to see folks uh, getting a, a piece of home ownership in yeah. the American dream. Or yeah. Whatever, right? I just saw a piece with uh, Matt Bow. You know Matt yeah. Bow? Yeah, he's awesome. yeah, yeah, good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach and I were just shooting one of his, uh, his uh, projects the other day, really nice guy. And he's uh, heavily involved in Habitat in Loudoun. Oh, yeah. So I saw a video with one of the directors with him. That was, that was pretty neat. So yeah, we're going to have to, we'll, we'll have to get together. Um, yeah. You know, maybe. Uh, you like swinging hammers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good director. Oh, okay. I like getting my hands dirty. <laughs> I'll shoot some video for you, Landy. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I would, we'll, I would we'll love see. to love to do more of that, like uh, you know, building homes and things like that. I, I just don't know if Habitat would want me, yeah. like all day long, every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are pretty handy now that we're speaking of it, because I see all your social media posts and what you're doing in your home, which is really neat. <laughs> like it, it's funny how like how many people are just totally captivated by your home projects. People like watching that stuff. Yeah. I, I like doing them. So, I, and you might as well just curate I, it, right? Might as well. Like, put it it, out. it's nice to see the, the before and after and the transition yeah. of what the work that you put into it pay off. So. Right. Yeah. Um, you know what yeah. I really like? I like how you um, tell people that you're facing a problem 
right? Like you're stumped. Like mm. you've never done this before. Or, oh my God, I just discovered <laughs> this. Because you live in an older home, and right? 1916. There's, there's always a, uh, a something pro- else, something <laughs> behind the paneling, right? That you're like, oh my gosh, where did this oh, come yeah. from, right? People would be amazed what's in their walls. <laughs> yes. So I think it's cool that you like totally admit that and say, oh my gosh, how am I going to solve this problem? And then, you know, people from the community kind of give their input. And it's so cool. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. Oh, yeah. But, and all the times it's pay someone else to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it seems like you solve the problems and, and you get around. I think it's pretty, I, I love watching your social media posts. And I think that's just another facet of your business, right? Like you're growing your business by making connections and showing who you are authentically. And that's who you are. Like, this is what you said. You love swinging hammers. Oh. Right. It's so fun to build things. Right. Yeah. And building a business is great. That's part of why I wanted to own a business is to, to grow it. Yeah. Building a house is something totally different. Working with your hands and, and right and seeing like direct results immediately. Is, yeah. Is nice. You know? Yeah. Even over the course of a few months. So. Yeah. No, I think it's great. And people know who you are and they and they and they see a passion of yours and they see how excited you get about stuff like that they're more willing or likely to do business with you because they feel like they know you in a way, in a sense. So I think it all ties into what you're doing in the community. I think it's really neat and how you've been able to network so quickly. I know I've said that before, but um, in in the end, insurance, um, selling insurance comes down to trust, right? Um, You know, we were just chatting about Mrs. Ketterman. Yeah. Right? I had Mrs. Ketterman on the podcast podcast. last week and um you've been in the ketterman's a bunch right um buying whether she knows it or not (laughs) (laughs) well i'm sure she appreciates it but in the end you know um people aren't going to buy her from her unless they trust her and people aren't going to buy an an insurance policy uh, unless they trust you knowing that you're going to put them in the right policy so how do do you go about doing that there's a lot there's a big diverse group of people here in loudon how do you how do you put people on the right policy? I mean, you're right. It's it's all trust, right? You're, yeah. I'm I'm on, I'm selling a piece of paper and a promise, yep. right? So yep. that you're gonna when <laughs> when you know what hits the fan, that you be they'll there. be there, yeah, to yeah. to put it back together, right? Right. And, um, you know, a, a lot of folks think that insurance is you know going to cover every possible scenario that will happen, and that's not the case. So we try and try and do our best to educate folks on where the policy won't cover versus where it will we'll cover, cover, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, nowadays, yeah. a homeowner's policy is pretty broad form. It's going to cover, like, so many different scenarios, and you could talk for hours and hours on right. hypotheticals of what it would cover, but yeah. very often people uh, fail to talk about what it doesn't cover. And yeah. that's, that's when people get upset, right? Sure. When, you know, hey, my the the line that runs from my house to the town burst and water's right. all over my front yard what do i do well that's not covered by homeowners insurance normally right so you got to you got to make sure you know about the different endorsements and yeah you know can my insurance cover this can the utility company cover this right. that's sort of so that you brought that up and i and actually that is something that top of mind for me because <laughs> i, I I, it didn't I, happen. Did it? it did not happen, <laughs> okay. but I know it's happened to people, and it, it's really a tough situation because they're they're confused, right? They're like, "Oh my gosh, who you know whose responsibility is this? You know, is it the homeowner's insurance policy or is it the town? Really, it's your it, like. There's you're in no man's land with that, right? And that's a bit. You know, if that line gets clogged, that's a big bill. They're c- 
coming in and digging up your front yard a lot of times. Um, so what's the solution to that? It's usually insur <laughs> it's usually insurance the you, utility company. Is that correct? Or well, it depends. Some some insurance companies started offering it. Yeah. Right. And then um, and then utility companies generally have. I guess. I mean, it's an inexpensive. Right. Inexpensive. You bucks a month, right? Yeah, like yeah. sixty bucks a year or something. Yeah. Seventy bucks a year. Yeah. Something yeah. in that range, but yeah. it's something that you you neglect to think about because you think, hey, I have home insurance, I'm good, right? right. Yeah, until something like that happens, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, uh, so Landy, um, let's take a hypothetical. I know there's compliance issues when we're talking about insurance, but just a hypothetical young family just moving into Leesburg. They've got, um, you know, a couple cars. They've got uh, two new kids. They just bought their first home in Leesburg. Um, Thirty five years old. Right. I mean, what are, what are some of the things they're thinking about? Right. Like, cause so me? yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you're exactly right. You, right. So what do they, what do they need to think about? I'm not talking about designing a policy yeah. for them cause you can't, I know yeah. that everybody's unique, mm -hmm. but everybody's um, unique. I'm sure a lot of them aren't thinking insurance. I, it's a, it's a line item, right? Yeah. The, the lender calls you up and says, Hey, you need, you need to get insurance, go out and get insurance. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, fine. I'll call my for car the house, insurance company. But also yeah. for other stuff too. Yeah. I right. mean, I like to think of it like you need a lot of liability here, mm -hmm. um, especially because of income. You need a yep. good homeowner's policy. Um, you you got to make sure that you're you have a quality life insurance product, either enough of it through work or through a personal plan or a combination of both. I, normally, a combination of both works best. And yep. then um, make sure you're covered for disability and, and that you're planning for the future too. Yeah. So. Basically, yeah. you want to cover what happens if something happens to my income. Yeah, that's your highest. That's your biggest asset, right? Right. Yeah. Your the money you bring to the table. Yeah, so, certainly. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, this is uh this has been a good uh, talk, Landy. Always enjoy sharing a beer with your brother. Uh, you're uh, a lot of fun to chat with. I admire your business model. I admire what you do uh, here in Leesburg. For uh, the folks who aren't uh, familiar with where you are located in downtown Leesburg, tell us, uh, tell them how they can uh, find you and reach you on social. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My business is King Street Insurance, right? Because we were on King Street. Right. And we were above the lingerie store. Yes. Which worked very Infamous. well for, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, we bought our building last year and moved to Wart Street. So now we're King okay. Street Insurance on Wart on Street. On Wart Street. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. Nowadays, it's all Google, right? Right. Just I was going to say, just Google, Google insurance in downtown Leesburg <laughs> and gonna, you'll find us. Yeah. You're going to pop up. Yeah. <laughs> and you're and you're really good on social. So um, yeah, just look on Facebook. I actually post and, very little about the business. Oh, on, I agree. On Good for social. you. So Good for you. That's uh, I just totally agree. That's Google. You know, is, what, which, yeah. what you do on social is great, and people get to know you. That's awesome. Well, like brother, it. thanks for uh, joining me. It's been a lot of fun, and best you of too, luck uh, to your business. And we'll uh, let's get out there and uh, swing some hammers there at Habitat soon. Anytime.